When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on D&D&D. You know what Marjorie is not thinking about? What is Marjorie not thinking about? The consequences of her actions. And? We're making out. Oh! Okay. You're being very suspicious, sir. Mm -hmm. He just, just like, pushes everything off the table. And he's like, oh no, it's spilled. Wait, wait, boy, sorry, Gertrude, put on tab, boy. And then they leave. Oh, shit. Wow, that guy was dumb. I just follow, follow him. him. Yeah. <laughs> we can take him. Let's go follow that dude. <laughs> okay. I yeah. toss Gertrude ten gold. Uh, okay. Here you Sorry might want to go and grab the two of them by the co- collars. You're not making me do that, man. I'm not touching. I'm not touching. <laughs> All right. The three of us leave. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think we do not notice. Nope. <laughs> Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello! So, we left you guys off in a couple of very interesting positions, some more interesting than others. Nice. Role-playing twister. <laughs> with our Tongue tongues. Twister. Oh. Ew. High five. Yeah, ew. No, no. I did it to myself. But before we get back into it, let's have some dinner. How about that, guys? Too but late. It's, it's already all gone it's because already we gone. ate all of it because it's so delicious. I worked out this morning, so I ate two serpents. Mm. Was it good? This was kind of an experiment. It was really it good. Was it was really very good. good, yes. Fucking good. I think I still see some of the veggie stuff. Yeah. Left, so I'm going to take another piece of that back with me. What I made this time was a English breakfast, an English fry up. Uh, but I made it in like a quiche casserole kind of thing so that it was easier for me to make uh, for six people, you seven people. You Americanized it for us. I, Americanized I appreciate it. that. No blood sausage. Or no, no, anything. no blood sausage. No black pudding. Oh, God. Which yeah. is just which is blood, blood pudding. Sausage. Does Mike yeah. know what yeah. they Both are? Those. Can you take a guess on what blood sausage yeah, and you, blood or black pudding is? You just take the meat and take the blood from the animal that was slaughtered and mix it together. Yeah. It's nasty. It's mostly blood oh, and fat. Gross. Yeah. I was trying to be funny. It's nope. an acquired taste. <laughs> Ew. That I have not acquired, so uh, I omitted like that. Black pudding's it's, it's different, like right? It's very irony, yeah. No, I think it's the same. It's the same? I think, I think it's a type of blood sausage. Oh, like, I, like it has iron in it. It's yeah. not like, the blood. how ironic. Oh, it has yeah. a very, like, no, no, It's not an ironic taste. food, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was uh, potatoes and beans and mushrooms and tomatoes and... Mm. And uh, sausage and some bacon for the meat eaters and not those for the non-meat eaters. And at your wife's suggestion, I added a little bit of maple syrup. No, it was very good. Uh, Yeah, that sounds good. I had HP sauce, too, and I forgot to bring it out for everybody. Harry Potter sauce? House of Parliament. Hit point sauce? House of Parliament sauce. It's a brown sauce, and it's awesome. It's like a steak sauce, kind of. House of Parliament just... Sounds like a funk band. Yeah. Isn't Parliament? Parliament. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Parliament cover band. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, but they're, they dress like uh, British 
Uh, oh God, Parliament. barristers, yeah, yeah with like yeah. the wigs, yeah. Oh, and then they fun. do they do electronica remixes of Parliament songs. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yes, please. Someone their sauce make tastes that band. really gross. No. Yeah, oh my god! Good. But then the wigs could also be like super multicolored, like George oh, Clinton's hair. They could have like uh, LEDs in them. Yeah, nice. I'm saying this: the sauce that you're serving, oh. good. The sauce coming out of these these men, bad. Oh, bad. Let's get back into it. I guess last we left you guys off, you were in the city of Ravenscrest. You got waylaid on your way to the Three Toed Griffin Gentlemen's Club. We because... get waylaid. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, let's we're, we'll see how that goes. No, <laughs> because Marjorie, because Marjorie was petrified. You guys stopped by a temple to get her unpetrified, where you overheard that there was a issue with some disappearances on the south side of the city. You went down there. You had a weird duel that didn't end in anyone being killed, and then you yeah. went to a bar and ran into some people and had some drinks. That yes, we did. Duel. Yeah. Uh, so the party is split. Zabus, Flack, and Fletch are in pursuit of the two townsfolk that you guys uh, felt were shady and hiding something. And then Marjorie and Juno had a couple drinks <laughs> and, you know, made some choices. And the ship sailed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Uh, so we're going to dive back in, but we're going to pick up first with the F-Boys and Zabus. F boys, F boys, and Z man. <laughs> so you guys are oh, in pursuit Z-Man. of these four townspeople. Two of them, you know their names. It's Jerry and Sharon. They Jerry seem Sharon. to be the leaders, so to speak, of the group of four. Everybody makes stealth checks. Let's start there. I got twenty three. Do I have a plus ten written next to my stealth? You might have something that gives you a bonus to stealth. Thirteen. I forget. Nineteen. All right, so you guys are all successfully stealthy, hiding together with those rolls, and you're trailing these four. They're not particularly cautious about their movements. They're trying to kind of blend in, and they're not doing the best job of it. You guys are noticing that they, Jerry and Sharon in particular, are definitely like looking around, trying to see if anybody's noticing them, but they blend in so well with the crowd of other tr- townspeople in the streets that nobody is really paying them any mind. The two others, though, kind of looked a little zonked out. And they are heading southwest down like the main drag through this part of town. They pass all the bars that you guys were near last time. They turn down like a small alleyway and they slip through here and you guys follow them. And then when you come down out of that alley, there's another street. You can easily pick them up and follow them back down to the east. All the while, they're heading more and more towards the uh, outer wall of the city. And eventually, you get to kind of a burned-out building. You know, most of these buildings, almost all the buildings are, are stone, but there's some wood elements, and you can definitely tell that this building was at one point on fire. So it is not a functioning building. There's, like, planks of wood hammered over the doorway to kind of you know, keep it away from, you know, keep it closed to to people entering. You watch as Jerry slides to the side of the building through like a very narrow opening between this building and the one next to it. And then you hear the sounds of stone sliding. What do you do? I I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to get yelled at. (laughs) By who? Them. (laughs) 
So are we like in the, we're like in the city then? Because all these buildings are, okay, I was imagining something. Right now you're on kind of a mostly deserted street towards the outer wall of the city. Okay. There's this burned out building. There's another building next to it that doesn't appear to be occupied. It's very run down. This is more of a slummy area. Uh, There's not a great smell. And the walls of the city loom behind these buildings. So that's where you're at now. I think we should follow them in. I think we should sneak in. Into the crevice? The building crevice? What else? Are we just going to stand here? How big is the building, though? Uh, It's a two-story building that looks to be a couple rooms wide. uh, Can we buy it? (laughs) (laughs) There's no for sale sign. Dang it. It was... It's significantly fire damage. <laughs> it goes back, you know, it's it's a decently deep building. It's It, it was a good size. Uh, the roof is caved in for the most part, and there's definitely a lot of charring on the windows, uh, around the openings of the windows. And then it's stone walls. Uh, the, like, main floor walls are all stone. And there's a small opening between this building and the next where Jerry went down, and you heard some rocks sliding, and that's where you are. There's got to be a way we can eavesdrop. I just don't want to go right in there because it's not a huge building that's why i asked to make sure it's like like what size it is because if we just pop in there hmm. it's like hi we followed you well like we could use pass without trace oh and then be super duper sneaky yeah let's do let's that let's do that okay all right um but we also heard rock sliding so they might not even be in the building can i like can i like kind of peer around to see like if i'm looking in between the buildings mm-hmm. what do i see you don't see them but uh, you see? see a very narrow alley where there's some like junk. Uh, it goes deep enough where you can see the wall, like the city walls at the far opposite end of it. The way that the light is, you can tell that the building, both buildings like end and there's something in the back there. There's like an opening in the back. It's like another either walkway or alleyway or something. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, there's no people back there. There's no like vagrants, uh, a cat walks by in the far distance can i roll for perception to see if i notice anything about um, that cat on the about the cat or <laughs> in the walls of the building to see if like i see like a brick loose or yeah, an yeah, outline yeah. of a, a a discolored uh brick that would move in an animation you know mm. yep. oh like yep. diagonally <laughs> yeah never mind <laughs> yeah, like in a video <laughs> game where it's like well i can click on that yeah, yeah. yeah. I move my mouse around and see if it cha- changes from a pointer yeah. <laughs> to a little, <laughs> to a little hand or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Your mouse cursor does not change. Okay. Uh, as far as Flack uh, perceives from peering around the edge, that looks like a stone wall. Yeah, maybe do cast with uh, cast pass without trace. How, yeah. how long does that last? Well, that lasts for um, up to an hour, so we got a long time. Okay. Sure. And that does what? Plus ten bonus to dex. You uh, know what? That's probably checks. why. Yeah, I think that's why I had that plus 10. You, you I, I had, had that from a long last time it was yeah. cast. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, you can just leave it because let's cast it again at a level two. Okay. Great. And then I walk in there. I'm like, all right, let's see what <laughs> okay, we find. Yeah, I, I you walk into the building like through like the door or no, the alleyway? I walk into the alleyway. Okay. The alley's narrow enough where you guys have to walk single file. Also, roll your stealth checks. Okay. Just to make sure nobody gets a one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got like a 30. Yeah. Yeah, 24. Yeah, everybody should probably be good. And 18. Yeah, some, some like 30. 18? What was that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 18 plus... I, 18. Uh, 18 plus... Yeah, 28. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you, you guys are all super sneaky, and Aura of Shadow and Silence falls around you as Fletch casts his spell, and you guys uh, single file 
go down this alleyway. And the alleyway is pretty much as I described it earlier. Uh, now you can tell that the building, the burnt out building, that wall is like the stone is very uneven uh, compared to the uh, opposite building, which is much more, uh, you know, wall like. I push it. Just push the wall. Yeah. Roll your D one hundred. Let's oh. do it. Let's do it this way. Fuck. Okay. Just to see if you guessed right, you know. <laughs> I need. <gasps> oh. Whoa, what, what is oh it? What happened? Oh my god! It's a hundred. I rolled a hundred. Nat <laughs> yeah. one hundred. Nat one hundred. You've done two. Nat one hundred. Really? Yeah. Jeez. You absolutely magic. Yeah. Dice. Zappos looks like a genius <laughs> oh because he reaches out his hands and pushes the perfect section of wall to oh, reveal oh, a secret yeah. door. Wow, Zappos, how'd you know that? In my brain, I'm just like, don't say it was a guess. <laughs> don't say it was a guess. <laughs> like I just, I just know locks and. I'm proficient in bricks. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) The wall slides open. Uh, This is the sound that you heard before, and it reveals, uh, rather than opening up just into a room in the house, uh, this reveals a spiral staircase descending downward. Is descending downward redundant? Descending Uh, downward. Yeah, just just one redundancy. A descending spiral staircase uh, with torches lighting the way. Uh, and these torches in sconces and these torches are lit uh so it is dim light but you guys can see and all of you have dark vision anyway oh man i'm very excited to go down a spiral staircase with my cape that's constantly (laughs) 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 it's very exciting yes zabas looks very cool right now like totally in his element oh my god all these sconces and shit these sconces like lighting your blue and and uh black hair (laughs) perfectly (laughs) black streaked yeah uh, is Zabba's going down first? Are we doing it that way? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling good. Who's next? What have I, I done to I this grab character? a torch out of a Oh, okay. Great. And follow. Yep. Right, I can see in the dark, so whatever. All of you yeah. can. All of us can, Zabba's. You're Why'd not you grab that a torch special. then? If anyone else, fire. But if anyone else comes down, they're going to notice the torch is missing. Yeah, and then I'll light him on fucking fire. All right, yeah, I'll fine. take my bow and light I'm my not, hair on fire. Hey, I'm, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not one to disagree with these methods. Like, it all sounds good, so I'm just Z- saying. Zabbos is coming in to the F-Boys after a couple of, like, really good bonding moments. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how we do okay. here F-Boys. We love to fight and be weird. Okay. We, love to, we love fighting and fire. You like fire, though. Yeah. Okay, great. So do I, so it's good. Your voices are slightly echoing. Oh, shit. Oh, um, oh, sh- oh sorry. We like fighting and fire. Yeah. With the yeah. F boy. Okay. F boy. F boy. So you descend. You go on for for a bit. You're walking for maybe maybe ten minutes or so. No, yeah. that's so. That's it's far. very deep. That's a very long it's a time very to be deep walking downstairs. That's like the height of like a that's like a skyscraper of stairs. Yeah. Guys, are we there yet? It's probably yeah, like eight stories. <laughs> oh my god. Are we there yet? <laughs> And you finally reach the bottom, and the only way forward is through an arched stone hallway that just goes deep into an unknown area. But you guys can all see because you have dark vision. So you can see that what you're walking into appear to be uh, some kind of catacombs. You see uh, far in the distance, about a few hundred feet in front of you, I guess about a hundred yards in front of you, there's a dim light that turns to the left. What do you do? We gotta follow it. Da, 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 da. I just keep thinking of Phantom of the Opera. 
yeah. Oh, so the, Sorry, the light, like, the light was there and then receded. The light. You can tell it's coming from tell, around a you corner. You can tell. Yeah, it turned a corner. You can you can tell that there is a light, like someone holding a torch. Okay. So all Zappas needs is a mask, and then he is Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. No. I just imagine that whole ten minutes we're going down this. It's just that, but just that like little section of music over and over and over again. The chandelabras are moving on hands. Let's follow that light. Yeah, sorry, we ain't caught up in this aesthetic. Let's go. <laughs> so you guys are walking down this hallway. You're definitely in catacombs. These are like open graves, basically, where there are bones and bodies and things lined up, stacked, you know. What does uh, it smell uh, like? Cool. Must, it musty? musty? Yeah, it's very dusty. It doesn't seem like this place gets a lot of traffic there's definitely like the pathway that you're on you can tell like someone recently walked through here so the the dust is disturbed but Hmm. these uh graves are pretty much untouched can i take a femur oh dude that's such a bad idea you you can you want to you want to reach into a grave and grab one what uh do you want to look for a particular femur do you want to look at any of these particular graves you just want a random I want, to, I want to find a big, strong femur bone. Roll, roll uh, investigation. We're going to get like a ghost. I know. We're going to get so we're haunted. Get haunted. It's ridiculous. Slack don't believe in ghosts. You know what? I'm glad, though, that this catacomb yep. is one straight hallway. What am I rolling for? Investigation. Because catacombs are scary. Yeah, you get lost. A five. Mm-hmm. You were looking for a big, strong one? A big, strong femur bone. Uh, with a five, you reach out and you grab uh, what appears to be either a very short woman or a middle school age child's bone. I'll take oh. it. Oh, okay, uh, and you take it. You turn back to the to the group. Presumably, what do you do with this bone? You're just like, hey, this is in case we need a bone. All right. You never know. Do you know how much shit we have? Like we. No, that's in the other scene. Hmm? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? What? Just in case we need a bone. Oh, oh, God damn. It. oh, oh damn it! I'm in that scene, and I was grossed <laughs> out by it. I will support your decision, Flack, because we're the F Boys team. And it's plus a femur. Z, and yeah, it's we could use it if in case we come into contact with any evil dogs. So <gasps> see, we already had a dog problem. You once. guys do have a history with bad dogs. Yes, yeah. Samus, sure. you should be pumped. Okay. This bad is dog. like a dog be gone. In fact, here, do you want it? And I offer no, it to I you. think in terms of ghosts and hauntings, you hold on to it. We shouldn't pass this thing around because okay. we don't want to be haunted by whatever we just disturbed. Okay. I mean, if it if, if it's good to be cautious. If ghosts are real, it's it's probably just a little kid ghost. So that's I mean, worse. That's, that's scary. the scariest kind. Yeah. I mean, we're in a dark, long, long, long hallway. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Okay, let's keep cool, following let's go, that. Keep going. Okay. You uh, take a few steps down the hallway, and then you hear a rattling. Is it the femur bone? It's not the femur <laughs> bone. It, it's it's from behind you. Oh no! What do you do? I turn around, look. The rattling stops. No. <laughs> Do we see anything? You don't see anything. Oh, God, it's Boo. He's following G- us. It's Boo? From Mario? Because <laughs> like, when you oh, turn, yeah, 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 turn yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do I sense any... Uh, uh, atmosphere changes? Pressure changes? Can yes. I, can I, se- I can. I yeah, can sense. Sure. There, the, yeah, sure. The pressure has dropped, so it's now a lower pressure lower than it pressure. was uh, when, it, when uh, you guys first got down here, and now it's colder, and you're starting to see your breath. Okay, guys, I just want to say this. When it's colder, that means there's ghosts around, and I think we might be being followed by a ghost. That's your fault. 
I think so because something the pressure is different in here. Yeah. It's also, maybe different. it's a helpful ghost no, though. Maybe I just added to our absolutely ghost has not. ever been helpful. Casper, here's that what, was a feature film that doesn't exist in this world. I just want to say, don't forget, I have super super dark vision now. I don't know how that happened. Super I forget. Vision. Yeah, where I can see like anything. Can you see ghosts? I don't know, but I'm just saying if that's They're a factor a here because I have the eyes of the roomkeeper thing. Oh right. Oh, so you can you can uh, let me look. I up. can see through in like supernatural dark. So I'm just, just yeah. See if you can see a ghost. Oh, I I, I tried already and I didn't see shit. <laughs> you can read any writing. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought that was that's like so super different. dark vision. Well, you, I don't know. I misremembered. No. Or is it the animal command? I, it was one I could pick from, and I was like, no, let's do writing. Okay, never mind. When you turn back to the direction that you saw the light turn around the corner, the far end of the hallway, you see a brief shape down the hallway. Just very briefly, there's a kind of ethereal shape, and it disappears, and then you hear the rattling again behind you. What We turned a corner? No, you just turned down the hallway again. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And we see in front of us, we see like a... Yeah, like a shape, a, a humanoid shape, and then it disappears. And then you hear the rattling again behind you. Can I roll to see if I kn- uh, recognize that shape? Sure. Perception? Yeah, roll perception. The one. <laughs> hmm. It was a grayish blob. Got it. Almost like, you know, if you don't have your glasses on. Like it, it was blurry. Okay. I yell at the direction the rattling is. I just yell, hello. Hi. And the, do you turn that yeah. way? The rattling comes from each wall. Ooh. <gasps> Ew. There's rattling that comes from each wall, and then you see bones spew out from the open graves on each side and then assemble into a skeletal creature, like an amalgamation Whoa. of multiple skeletons. Ooh. Hey. Uh, hey, skelly buddy. You uh, did this. Roll for initiative. No. Why can't we try to talk? Can we just you can. continue walking down the hall and just ignore it? Oh, wait. It? Beast feet. <laughs> Beast, oh, beast. yeah, it's not a beast. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 50 of D&D&D. Episode 50. Wow, this is amazing. We made it to this round number milestone, and it's so cool that you guys have stuck around this long and followed this story for 50 episodes. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on social media at dndndpod on Twitter and dndndpod on Instagram, or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. Uh, in celebration of 50 episodes, and also just because it is an excellent idea, and I'm so grateful that she did it, uh, Beth has put out a Gerbert Mertbert Realty shirt uh, on her shop, bethbyrad.shop. Uh, you can find Gerbert Mertbert Realty t-shirts. That's right. It is a logo of your favorite lizard folk realtor. It's so amazing. Beth designed this logo and created this character. Uh, the first time she saw me, showed me the drawing, I said, I feel like he's real. It's so great. I love it so much. Uh, and in addition to all the Gerbert Mertbert shirts, <laughs> uh, there uh, is the great logo that she's uh, had up since the beginning. Uh, such a great design. I love it so much. Uh, as well as t-shirts for the campaign team sound sound off uh, and the logo t-shirt. So be sure to check out bathbyrad.shop, not only for uh, stuff from D&D&D, but for her other great artwork as well. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Eleven. Thirteen. Twenty-four. Wow. The order 
of this combat is Fletch, skeleton creature, Zabus, Flack. It is your turn, Fletch. What do you do? Gusts of wind. (laughs) (laughs) Blow them bones all the way to next door. My spell save DC is 15. Okay, and I have to roll a, is it a strength? A strength saver be pushed 15 feet away. I'm going to write that. Uh, it fails its strength save, yes. and all of the bones uh, fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! That was easy. And it, uh, is, all the bones are pushed 15 feet backwards. They slide along the uh, stone floor up against the landing of the staircase. You hear a ambient kind of screaming sound, uh, an otherworldly scream, <laughs> vaguely feminine. And then uh, all the bones, yeah, just clatter at the ground. <laughs> uh, it is now... The skeleton creatures turn, and they reform into two smaller skeleton creatures. Oh. They come towards you, Fletch, and they reach into the sides. One reaches into the left wall, one reaches into the right wall, and they pull uh, rusty, heavy greatswords from the graves. Don't get struck. And they swing at you and badly miss. Just, Ha-ha. just, just topple the, the the swords are too top heavy now that they've split into two creatures. Uh, so when <laughs> they when they skeleton. bring them over their heads, they they lose their balance and they fall and crash to the ground and then also kind of fall apart again. Wow, these guys uh, Zabbis, what do you do? <laughs> you are in a line uh, where you are standing behind Fletch. <gasps> okay, uh, and then this the the bones are scat are cl- scattered around on the ground uh, in front of him, and then. F- Flack, you're next to Zabus. Okay. Yeah. Can I get in front? Can I get between them and the bones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bones will be, like, right in front of you. Okay. They'll be, like, at your feet. Okay, never mind. Someone wanted a fireball. No, I mm. no, I had another idea, but it also would end up with all of us getting hurt. So, no. I kind of just... Okay, I'm going to step in front of you guys, but I'm going to, like... Wait, let me... See. All of my spells are ones where, like... Yeah, I can cast it, but if... Or right next to where I want to cast it, then we all get fucked up. Can I? Okay, so if I cast Cloud of Daggers, mm-hmm. could I have it so that I cast it a little bit behind the skeletons, so yeah. that the edge of it's hitting them and not us? Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Oh, okay. but that's a uh... that's a sorcerer spell, so you got to roll your D100. Mm-hmm. At what level are you casting this at? Uh, two. Okay, so. 33. Nope, 33 is fine. Man, we haven't had a wild match. I know, been it's while. been a while. It's been a while. Which is, I feel like statistically, that's weird. I it's weird like... that you've rolled two 100s. Yeah, and we and haven't. And you haven't a... hit like a 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a cloud of daggers appears in front of the, or around where the bones are. Uh, you will roll damage when it is their turn because they have to start their turn in that cloud. It is now Flack's turn. Flack, what's up? I'm looking for the list of magical items. Oh, wait. Your list of magic items? The When we went on the shopping spree? Yeah. I'm looking for that list so I can see the details of something that I got. I'm what are so you looking sorry. for? I can tell you. The dead meat necklace. Oh. The dead meat necklace. Let me find oh, it. Oh, I forgot what that did, but no. The dead meat necklace, uh, when they find a dead body, uh, you can ask the dead body how they died oh. or the time of death with a successful uh, investigation check of uh, DC 16. So you have to roll an investigation roll, Do be it. a 16, and you could find out the nature of the death of this. Do skeletons count as dead bodies? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a dead Okay. Body. For the record, I'm gonna bump. I, I wouldn't count this boy on the kill count, but <laughs> I'm gonna bump the the difficulty up though. 
because because it's not like you can't look at like other normal investigative things to tell how long it's been. Sure, now, this is like straight magic. Yeah, so you have to beat a. Let's say you have to beat a seventeen. Okay, I have to beat a seventeen investigation. Investigation, check, which is going to be rough I only get a plus for you. Three. Yeah. yeah, I'm a dumb boy. All right. <laughs> ah. Oh. That's the appropriate noise for that. <laughs> 14. No, you, uh, you're you puzzled. You can't puzzle out how these creatures died. Also, because uh, looking at them closer, you can see that now the bones are like mismatched. So it's not two distinct skeletons. It's, it's like a bunch aspects of, different... of a bunch of different things together. Yeah. Uh, what was Did that count as an attack or an action? That or? was an action, I guess. You could move. You used a magic item. So That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I can't attack? Yeah. I'll just move behind. You get uh, bonus action. Oh, bardic inspiration. Great. Bonus action. Ah. Who are you giving it to? Both of them. Oh, I, yeah. I can give it to everyone your... now. Yeah. It is back up to Fletch. Fletch, what do you do? Um, There's bones scattered around uh, your feet and a cloud of daggers above those bones. Um, I'm going to... Hey, Fleck. Yeah. Give me your torch. Here you... Oh. Duh. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I take the torch okay. and then I would like to walk over to the pile of bones yep. and just some awesome. blaze. Okay, you drop the torch on the ground uh, and it catches some of the wisps of rotting cloth that were around the bones, but nothing else really burns because you're in a stone hallway. Gust of wit. No. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. And then I just I kind of like... Wait. Yeah, wait. It is now the skeleton creature's turn. They reform, but then when they reform, they enter the cloud of daggers. Yeah. So Chels, roll your damage of okay, that. Okay, so it's 40. Yeah. 12. Okay, both of the creatures are damaged for 12. But they're one thing now? No, they're no, two. They're two. They're oh, still they two. Oh, they reformed. Oh, okay. They reformed back into two. Yeah. They did not split again, and they did not reform into one. But both of them were hurt for the same 12. So now it is their turn. They're going to, again, try to swing these big, rusty uh, great axes. Let's say now there's going to be one at Zabbis, one at Fletch. Oh, yikes. Fletch, you're hit bad. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a uh, critical hit. Uh, this big, heavy, rusty sword comes right across uh, and catches you square uh, where your neck and shoulders meet for a very disappointing nine damage. Oh. <laughs> Ouch, man. Uh, and then Zabbis, uh does a 16 hit you. Yeah. Okay, you are hit for a much more oh, exciting no. 11 damage. Okay, this is... So, good job, armor, I guess, for Fletch. And then Zabbis, yeah. who doesn't wear any armor, is wounded pretty bad. Um, so, you, you've got a pretty deep cut in your body, Zabbis. And you're bleeding pretty good, I think, now, right? Yeah. Zabbis, it is your turn. The Cloud of Daggers uh, lasts a minute, right? So... I'm gonna... It's still there. Yeah. And the daggers are, like, looping, swinging around, going through and in and out the openings in the skeleton. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's that is cool. cool. I'm gonna like move back behind those two because like I'm I'm sure, yeah. so close to the this. spellcaster position. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I have healing potions. You do. Everybody has healing potions. Yeah, everybody should have a couple. Okay, well I'm gonna drink one. Okay, so roll a d8, seven, and then add your constitution modifier, and that's how much you are healed. Okay, not as bad. Okay, so Zabbis steps back and chugs a potion, and the wound that was cut into your uh, torso stitches up a little bit, not looking as serious as it was. You know Flack, what? Flack, what's up? Uh, I'm just gonna shoot my magic crossbow at him. Okay. The one on the left? Sure. All right. Uh, 19. 
Yeah, that'll hit. Fuck me, five. You just make sure that skeletons aren't resistant to... What, piercing damage? They're all bone. No, they are resistant to poison. Uh, Okay. How much? Five. Five? Your crossbow bolt, like, dings off, uh, like, an arm bone, and then that arm kind of, like, falls off. (laughs) It is back up to Fletch. Fletch, what do you do? Okay, I wanna, um, I'm gonna strike him with my long bow, not my stormtail bow. Not your regular bow. Because I don't wanna alert any more attention to... I was just thinking that. I was like, we're we're so loud. loud. We can't... It's just like xylophone noises. Can we just, can we run? Yeah. Do you you guys wanna wanna leave this battle? (laughs) Or do you wanna finish this battle? Why don't you just try to, like, throw them back into the bone piles? Because they're just gonna reassemble. I don't know how to defeat these guys right now, and if we can just keep walking to where the light was maybe we can bring the skeletons to the baddies oh. and kind of like use them like an accidental like whoops sorry we brought these guys I, I don't know I'm sure. just yeah, fuck it, yeah whatever okay we can run yeah because these guys are dumb yeah they suck yeah I don't know why they're got such a bone up their ass <laughs> uh, nice yeah alright <laughs> <laughs> alright so how do we how do we run? How do we you turn and you run? <laughs> okay, I didn't know if we had to You've roll. Got to <laughs> one. Uh, they they are going to because they're still you're still in front of them. They are going to swing opportunity attacks at you. Oh, uh, they're going to hit, hmm. and you're going to take uh, fifteen damage. Oh, oh no, big big bad great sword damage, and then yeah, you guys run. As you run away, you hear a ethereal feminine voice be like, No, wait, it's been so long since we've had a good fight. <laughs> uh, and they don't appear to be pursuing you. Oh, wow. We could have just done that from the start. They're just goofing around, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounded goofing. like this was just a spar for them. Mm-hmm. Aw, I kind of feel bad. Well, we can bring what in more people to fight. we could be friends with them? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, uh... Wait, can we talk about that ethereal voice? Yeah, go go back. What go is back, that voice? Back, let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but like from a safe lady? distance. Hi. You just you talk? Yeah. Wait. Okay. But which one? Because there's there's two. And then the gray spectral image that you caught briefly uh, when you turned around forms in front of you uh, oh. between you and the skeleton creatures and. Uh, it is the ghostly visage of a female soldier. Are are those like your pet? They're they're me, kind of. Wait, <laughs> oh my god, are those like your are those your bones made into two critters? Like did you make them out of you? I had to borrow some. But Whoa. mostly it's mostly my bones. That's so cool. These Dude. are mine, and then some of them wiggle. Oh my god, that's so Does cool. Does the femur that I have in my pack wiggle? Yes. Oh. oh I told you. I fucking told yeah, you. Yeah, we did say. Well, we did warn you. Hey, hey, hi, uh, ghost lady. What's I'm, your What's your name? What's your, what's yeah, your what's your name? Marta. Hi, Marta. I'm Flack. And uh, so, funny thing, I took your leg bone, feels like. Not the funny bone, though, which would have been funny. <laughs> Wow, Marta's pretty cool. I like Marta. Yeah, yeah, Marta, can you just not not use rusty swords? Tetanus is a very <laughs> dangerous disease. Yeah. That's just very concerned about tetanus. Can you give me my bone back so I can continue my eternal rest? Wait, but you said you love to fight. Yeah. It's been a long time. So what if we... What if you come with us, you can fight with us? Yeah, what if we make an agreement? If you come with us and fight alongside us, I'll give you your bone back. 
Yeah, roll, throw her a bone. Roll persuasion. <laughs> We're persuading a ghost to fight with us. I'm just saying we could have her, like, because I'm assuming since she's a ghost, she has to, like, haunt something. What if she just haunts something we have? Like, we just make, we just mm. turn an object we have into a haunted version of that object, and then we have a ghost. Yep. I rolled a I like 19. That. Yeah, she's into it? Yeah! yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, we got to pick something good, though. Well, what, you want to run this plan by oh, Marta? Yeah. Hey, Marta. Okay, so here's. So are you are you like bound to this catacomb? Because you, like, are you okay? So what's what's <laughs> the situation? Are you are you tethered <laughs> to like your, the bones or so like the so catacomb? Excited. Yeah. Or like, because I'm sorry. I just look. <laughs> I have like a new kind of thing going. Like it's a new like aesthetic and kind of vi- general vibe. And the idea of having a ghost that is bound to my stuff. Is very appealing, and I just want to know how that works, and if that's possible. Well, to to be honest with you, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I, you know, we I was killed in a in a magical battle long ago. But like, have you tried to leave? Like, can you leave this hallway? Well, my my remains were set by the priests long ago. How long ago? Long ago. Okay, so, okay. What and if we took your remains upstairs to the light? It's, wor- it's worth a try. You disturbed them, and then suddenly I was able to, uh, to manipulate the things around me, and That's now I'm cool. this, like, shimmery thing. That sounds like an upgrade, to be honest. From being dead, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Because what if we, what if we, like, put her bones in something we can carry them all? around what if we like fashion a weapon out of her bones that's cool like a staff or something oh the bone, bone staff, staff. yeah what do you think marta well i mean i was a soldier so being a weapon in in the dead part <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool sounds pretty appropriate would it be cool though if i made a staff out of your bones but i also used it as a walking stick does that sound like I mean, cool? Let's let's uh let's see what we can do. Let's, I mean, all right. How are you? How are you <laughs> gonna roll for this? You got to roll like know. a crafting roll. Oh no! Which is let's 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 roll a uh, a dex roll and an intelligence roll. Oh, man. I, I, you do have bardic inspiration. I, That's true. That's and true. I have straight up inspiration. Nice. Yeah. So okay. uh, I'm, ma- I'm gonna make this happen. So first, roll your intelligence roll to see if you can figure out like how to. Like if you, you know, like drawing your plans, basically. So I can, what do I add to this, James? What, just a what? D8 if you want to use it, yeah, that bardic Yeah, it, you can roll your 20 first. She did. And then you'll <laughs> add your uh, intelligence mod. My intelligence mod is a one. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, then you, and then if you want to bo- boost it more, you can roll a D8 and add that number. Or the other option is to use your inspiration. Or the other option is to use your inspiration to restart. I feel like should I... Oh no! It's a tough one. This is a tough that, one. That's you a don't know what you have to be either. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know what you rolled because it's and behind you, my screen. And you don't know what you're gonna roll for the other one. So Blackjack yeah. hand. But your, is your, I know. I yeah. That's what it feels like. Is your dex better, mod? It has to be. It's two. It's better. It is better. <laughs> uh. I think. I don't know. I don't wanna, what do you, what, what do you think? I was gonna say use inspiration to reroll. Okay, but I'm gonna reroll. Okay. All right. Eleven. And then 
So can now, I now add you, to that? you can try to use your bardic inspiration if you want. I would say, yeah. The, this, this role, okay, the intelligence role, just so you know what the roles are. The intelligence role is going to be, can you assemble the right bones to create a staff that will work? Maybe. And then the dexterity role is to how good you execute that blueprint, basically. So this is the most important role? How much do I add for your... A D8. Yeah, you roll a D8. a D8. You don't just add okay. eight like Joel so did once. Well, yeah. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Okay, I'm gonna... This is gambling. It, it is. But the payout is gonna be real cool. <laughs> just like, what else do I have that can... Uh... I have bend luck. What does that do? Bend luck sounds... I cool. never use it, but... I have it. That is when another creature you see makes an attack, an mm. ability, or a saving throw. You can use your reaction to spend two sorcery points to roll a d4 to add that number to their roll. Or use it as a penalty for a creature's roll. It's actually a really cool ability that you should I use. I know, I should use it. <laughs> it's just like one of many things crammed into that section of my character sheet. It's a complicated game. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add your bardic inspiration to this. Okay. So nineteen that, is your total. Yeah. Okay, so with a nineteen, you can basically design this however you want. Okay. Yay! And now I can. Sweet. I do dexterity. Now you dexterity execute your design. So it could be janky or it could be oh, awesome. Oh, but it will exist. It will exist. Okay. Okay. Unless you roll a one. Don't put that <laughs> evil on me. Nice. What is it? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Oh, dirty. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So um, it's not as if you bought it from a store. It's still very homemade. Okay. And it's tied together with, you know, like I'm looking bits up of twine and stuff. Staffs. But you have a bone staff that Fuck. may or may not be possessed by the ghost of Marta the soldier. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Okay. So. Uh, what does it look okay. Like? And let's, let's give this some, uh, some combat statistics too. Uh, you can swing it and hit things with it to do a D8 of damage. Okay. So you can use it as a staff, and it's a D8. This is not what I expected to happen. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> can you... Okay. Do, is the skull utilized in your, in your staff? I, yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be like right, the, the top. The skull's gotta be the top, right? Yeah. You should, you should tell her how pretty she is. She might make... She might feel good. Like, hey, you're still I mean, yeah, ass. look at this. It, it's you know? gorgeous. All right, well, while you guys are figuring this out, we're going to go back to the bar. That's what yeah. I'm going to draw yeah, yeah. while they're at the bar. We're going to go back to the... Let me stretch. The... Oh, no. <laughs> Get warmed up for this. this oh, this, no. Uh... Yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> so we're going to go back to the Croaking Toad where we find Marjorin and Juno sloppily embraced in a kiss of some kind. I think Pete's still there with you guys. I didn't take him. Oh. And Pete's there too, awkwardly, like like, like, like like the cat yes. on the bed, awkwardly watching the couch. <laughs> yep, just unabashedly staring. A man walks into the bar while this is happening. He's in a uniform, but not a black and white uniform like uh, the soldiers that you guys had seen before. This is a gray uniform, long like duster jacket, and something very utilitarian uh underneath it looks to be like leather armor underneath this jacket uh and he's hiding what appears to be an ornate blade of some kind under this jacket slung across his belt uh as well as a dagger and he has uh very like 
very nice medium length blonde hair, uh, a goatee, blonde goatee. And he walks in and he sits at the bar and he look he sits next to Juno uh, and he looks over at you guys and he kind of smiles and then he looks back to the bar where he sees uh, the bottle of the Forge Fire whiskey that led to this amazing moment. And uh, he says to Gertrude, now I know that you wouldn't be serving this Forge Fire whiskey, this illegal contraband again, now would you, Gertrude? And she says, oh no, Constable, I wouldn't be doing that. You know me. And then she pours him a glass. And he turns to you guys and he says, well, here's to you. And he he drinks his drink and then he turns back to Gertrude. Do you guys want to do anything before I continue this scene? Well, you introduced him like in, in great detail, like we were somehow paying attention. And Juno is not paying, not paying attention. attention. I'm, no, no, I'm fully, setting fully the world here. for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I like, know that Juno and Marjorie have probably not noticed this man at all. Barely just no. heard words, but like focused on like tongues and like folds uh-huh. of skin. I'm doing my absolute best not to make mouth noises, but I'm it's just going to leave it up to the imagination of the viewer, of the listener. Is, they're so, it's so, it's so James, liquidy. Hey, I said yeah. no. <laughs> I made no promises. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's hands and tongues. Did you say folds of skin? I mean, you, did. you got them. I do. <laughs> if you got them, I'm trying to it. imagine what it's like to like have, <laughs> uh, bear with me, milk in your mouth and also whiskey. Ew, what the Bad. fuck? Bad. Chelsea, yeah. maybe you should just leave the table. <laughs> <laughs> kind of curdly. Do you mean just like the taste of Juno's mouth? Yeah. Like Juno. Have, you ever, have you ever done a cement mixer? disgusting (laughs) they're these mixed drinks that like there's shots where you when you mix them together you they curdle like almost immediately so you have to take the shot Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's bad i do like i I don't know the the right term for it but uh irish whiskey and what's what do you baileys yeah that's the cement mixer that's a cement mixer it's an irish car bomb oh Oh, yeah you're right we don't say that here anymore those are good i don't know what to call it but yeah it's like a milkshake it's delicious Kissing Juno is like drinking a milkshake. An alcoholic, chunky milkshake. Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay. Kissing margarine. Oh, no. (laughs) You gotta hear it. It's like, you know. Jesus. This this woman likes likes candy. She likes candy. So it's like a little bit, you know, like when's the last time any of us bathed? It's, It's gotta be weeks. Like, Think about uh, it. Fletch and Flack were in the back. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super clean. Like so, there's like a, a end up, like there's like an earthiness, but also like a sweetness, what? like a sweetness yeah. of like a Butterworth candy. It's I think. like how people describe kissing an Outlander. Like no one's clean, but it's nice. But it works. Yeah. Can oh, you yeah. put a disclaimer at the front of this episode? <laughs> Just, uh, it may graphic, make you want to throw up. Graphic content. Yes. Sexual situations. Uh, only All for right. mature audiences. Are you, are you okay, James? It's gross. <laughs> He's like smelling his own arm. I'm going to move things forward. So we're done <laughs> describing the how, what the kiss You asked like. what we were doing. Yeah, so. All right. So you're, but you're continuing to, to drunkenly make Passionately. Out. Okay. So the man and Gertrude continue with their conversation. And the man says to Gertrude, so have you seen anything? Uh, have you seen anything that would lead you to any more information about these disappearances, uh, Gertie? And she says, oh, no, I, you know, it's the same kind of thing here. People come in, people come out. You know, I don't ask too many questions, you know. And he puts a gold on the table or on the bar. And he says, I wouldn't want you to uh, betray the confidence of your customers. I would never, uh, imagine, never expect you to do that for, for nothing. <laughs> <What did> you- <laughs> yeah. <that's not laughs> there was a dice roll. 
dirty 20 sleight of hand to steal that gold. Wow. Uh, <laughs> out, of, out of the corner of her cracked eye, Martrin spots the gold and is like, I want hedonism. I want this. The it's, man catches your hand. Oh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Still kissing. <laughs> Ooh, I meant to grab his butt. I'm sorry. <laughs> the man catches your hand and he stands up and he kind of spins you around. <laughs> and, oh, how dare you, is sir? Is that you breaking the, the kiss? The kiss. Yeah. Uh, and he says, oh, do you mind if I cut in? Absolutely. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hello. No, no, not having it. I challenge you to a duel, sir. Oh, it's been a long oh time coming. Judo's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> okay, roll initiative. Oh my, oh my god. god. I'm not. I'm not fighting him. No. 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 Just, You're the, just the, Juno the to see who goes first. Oh, and Mike, yeah. what's Pete doing? <laughs> He's just like, I don't know, man. I don't even know. Yeah, He's you're just... in the scene too now with Pete. 18. Okay, it is. Uh, he goes first. Does. And Juno, I mean, to, let's be fair, Juno's probably got disadvantage because he's drunk. Yeah, you definitely, you're going to have disadvantage on everything. Cool. You're also hot-headed. Yes. You're yeah. on tilt. Yes, you're on tilt. Uh, so the man steps back and he opens his jacket and draws his blade. It is a very ornate, thin, rapier-like sword. It shimmers in the light and he points it toward your chest. This, and it's Fabio. This is Fabio. It's a Fabio constable. A it's not quite... Like that beautiful long blonde, and he's he's long slighter. Hair. He's slighter. Is he like Loris? He's gruffer than Loris. Okay. Yeah. Just we'll like find the blonde guy. The he's like. in your head. <laughs> find your touchstone. He says, are, "Are you sure this is a road that you want to go down, sir?" He's a human. He's a human. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty damn sure. But wait, what's what's your name? You you Melder? No, I am not the I am not a captain in the army. Oh, I am, what's your name? I am Constable Percival Stokeworth. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, damn it. I really want to fight you, man. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? We, we, uh, oh, shit. Oh, man, this is going, okay. Marjorie, we gotta, we gotta press pause. You could stoke my fire. No, Marjorie, no, no, no. No, no, wait, okay. Mar- Marjorie, we're just gonna press pause. He uh, wings sir, at you. Sir? I, in my head, he's like holding me up off the ground. <laughs> well, you're on the bar stool. Oh, okay. So, but he is still holding your hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I squeeze it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't like this. Um, sword still in your chest, you know. Yeah. Cool, sir. Uh, as friends, we are of Plintherin Bielamore. We should go somewhere and talk. When you say that name, you see a look on his face of vague recognition, but he isn't immediately, it's not like a surprise or an immediate re- immediate response to the name, but he's he's like searching his mind for, for how he knows what that is. Hey, oh. hey, can I do a ride along? <laughs> <laughs> he's still focusing on Juno right now, and he says, withdraw your challenge, sir. Oh, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Uh, but I think that we need you, and I- th- look, okay, fine. It's just very hard, I don't like doing it. Fine. Your hands are big. Fine- <laughs> fine what, Juno? Yeah, fine- yes, fine what, sir? <laughs> he pokes you. Oh. <laughs> nope, Juno punches him! Juno punches oh! him!
executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D. In the distance, you see a building, uh, the outline of a building. It looks like a large uh, manor house of some kind. Can we buy it? (laughs) (laughs) There is no for sale sign that you can perceive in the dark. Uh, Because you guys have dark... In the dark, there might be one. 